My name is Nicholas. My name is Addie. My name is Alec. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the Sami education. The Sami are an indigenous group of people who live north of Norway, Sweden. The Sami don't live their lives or go about things the way that most people do. The Sami have their own sets of rules and principles that they follow, which also means they don't exactly follow the government of the country that they live in exactly. As the social and political environments of the Sami of the Sami's lives have changed over time, so have their educational opportunities. Early on in some Sami cultures, school did not exist because they were not needed. The children would learn what they need by doing daily living activities with their parents. The children did most of their learning at home with their mother while the father was away. Once the sons were old enough, they were urged to go with their father, but the daughters would stay at home with their mother. When the boys were away with their fathers, they would learn things like wood carving, hunting, fishing, and lassoing. The girls would be taught milking, weaving, and homemaking with the moms, while both genders would have to learn the basics of medicine, foraging, and worship. Sami education focused more on the children understanding the world rather than trying to teach them about it. The children would follow their parents throughout the day, listening to stories about their work and asking them questions. Many of the stories they would hear would have a lesson tied into them that the children would have to figure out on their own. Early on in the 17th century, the Sami were seen as in uns- as uncivilized in need of an education which would go against morals and religion. Some attempts were made to place Sami children in permanent schools. This would often occur against the will of the children and their parents. So in <clears throat> the 19th century, there were many schools that were made to kind of nationalize Sami children. This, um, these were called residential schools. Sami children were taken from their families, taken from their homes, and placed in these schools to basically forget about their religion, learn the things that weren't typically part of their culture. Um, this process is called assimilation. Um, It is defined as the process of taking in and fully understanding information of ideas. By the Christian church, um, this was a very important process for the Sami children to have. So they were stripped of their culture and basically made to feel ashamed of their own people and their own ways. Many of the children in these schools were punished if they spoke their native language. Um, A lot of the children were physically, mentally, and some unfortunately were sexually abused. And this was very common in these places, unfortunately. Um, It has been shown that aggressive tactics were used to assimilate children faster. So having these children beaten or quote-unquote shown the right way to be more Norwegian. So they, the people in these schools were basically forcing these children to learn faster, learn their language, learn their culture, their ways of living faster by abusing them.
Um, the government, like Nicholas said, didn't really have a place over the Sami, but the government did have a place over these schools. So they were controlling the schools in this part. And in many ways, they let these schools do whatever they needed to to um, get these children through the classes and through the education faster. There have been multiple firsthand accounts of these schools from people who made it out. Some are still scarred by these schools saying that their home life now is not the best because they are still scarred from the acts that were taken upon them, the beatings and the nuns or the teachers that were there having done all of these horrific things to them. Some even are talking about how they didn't even have education going on most days. It was cleaning, building, and just keeping the schools tidy instead of actually learning things. This, unfortunately, is how many of the schools were during that time. These schools were shut down. Um, Luckily, sorry. Luckily, um, were shut down. But a lot of the children that were in those schools are still affected to this day. But luckily now, um, Sami education is being reformed and made better in the eyes of the Sami. So Alec is going to take that away. Yeah, so really once the residential schools started closing in the 1960s, uh, the Sami didn't really gain any voice in their education until starting basically in the 1980s. And so in 1988, uh, the Sami University College opened in Norway uh, after the Norwegian government gave the Sami permission to open their own college, which would still be included in the Norway college system. The college's mission is to help develop a Sami society and restore culture that was lost through the boarding schools. So according to the school's website, Sami University aims to be a Sami and indigenous education and research institution with a solid professional profile and to be a leading institution in strengthening and developing Sami as a science, education, and management language. Uh, In its first year of operation, it just had 50 students, but it has grown and is currently at around 175 students. And there's five programs offered at the college, classroom teacher training, kindergarten and preschool teacher training, language, traditional arts, and journalism. So in addition to Sami University in Finland, uh, since the 1980s, the Sami have received permission to teach Sami language in secondary schools, which are essentially middle schools in the region. And each year in Finland, there's 600 students that are taught the Sami language. And then also in uh, Finland, there have been two universities to open, uh, University of Lapland and the University of Helsinki, which uh, offer courses in Sami. 
And then in Sweden, uh, Sami children are offered six state-run schools, which offer education in the Sami language up to ninth grade. But uh, unfortunately, in spite of these schools offered by governments, less than 10% of all Sami children ascend, attend Sami schools, as many of their parents feel their children will be at a disadvantage if they attend the Sami schools rather than the normal schools. And because the world is more globalized than ever, many Sami parents feel it would be best for their children to learn Swedish instead of Sami. And this, a lot of this can be tied back to the forced assimilation of the past and many Sami just you know, losing their culture. So a study at the Umai University found that in Sweden, only around 45% of the Sami actually have a grasp of the Sami language, while 55% don't speak it at all. And luckily, um, the production of specialized literature, fiction, television programming, and radio programming in Sami language uh, has increased in the last few decades, and hopefully this increase will be the momentum the Sami need in order to increase fluency in their language, because it would really be a shame for the rich culture of their history to die out. Mm -hmm.